The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. This is Virginia. Bruce is in San Francisco this week for AdTech, so you've got Susan Scott and I this week. Hello. Hey. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 Eastern, noon Pacific. You can download it from Webmaster Radio's Search and Optimization channel, stream it on SEMSynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Um, so, as for the topic we're talking about today, I came across a story recently over at Web Pro News about what Matt Cutts had said about social media and link value. Um, you can check that out. Uh, it's over on YouTube. Uh, you know, that series that Matt's been doing with... Um, uh, reader questions, or I guess you wouldn't call them reader, but people questions, <laughs> he's answering them. And um, the question was, has Google changed the relevancy it awards to social media sites in the last six months? Which got a very Matt answer of, well, we don't think of it like that. <laughs> well, I mean, but in, in all honesty, I mean, not and not to give, to say Matt is absolutely right on this one, um, it, it, it's basically that Google has just changed the way that they're looking at domain authority and trusted sites. Um, it's very possible, and I, I mean, at least from my opinion, that a lot of social sites were a bit more trustful in the beginning and now have been reevaluated and just aren't so. Uh, larger social sites, I mean, are basically, I mean, forget about them being social, it's a brand issue. It's brand and domain authority. Kind of all stems from the same thing. That's a good point. So by affecting trust and authority, you could be affecting link value as well. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, I really don't think that they're looking at it as, oh yes, this is a social site, so it has this type of value. This is not a social site, so it has this type of value. Um, I really think they're looking at the overall perspective of the domain in itself and how trustful or how authoritative it is to them. It's kind of the flip side of what we were talking about with Fernando a couple of weeks ago on the brand authority where, you know, Fernando's very adamant it's not brand and it's true but it is all the factors that affect a brand well i mean your your brands your good brands or your larger brands out there already have those types of sites that are considered to be trusted or have authority within uh, the search engine so they kind of do go hand in hand but no it's not specifically brand i mean if uh, a large brand launched just right now today um it would probably take some time for them to go ahead and build that type of trustfulness up in the engines but it would take less time for them because people would automatically trust the brand from an off-world kind or off-off-world offline kind of perspective, and so it would come, you know, transfer oh, yeah, online. Would. And and you know, if a small site launches and nobody's ever heard of them, you know, it takes forever. If you know somebody puts out, you know, say Time Warner wasn't already online, if Time Warner got online tomorrow that's going to take them less time because they're already a brand. Well, absolutely, but they're using that power of that brand to have a, a very synergistic effect overall within the engines and the entire scape of how 
the engines look at the the internet? This is a really stupid question, but um, indulge me. So, in that scenario that you played out with um, Time Warner, how would it be that they would establish themselves as a brand other than like the fact that people are going there and linking to them and that kind of thing? Like, if if it's about trust and authority, and it's not about links, I, it just seems to me that. Be kind of the same thing. Well, how many times has been Time Warner been mentioned on the internet? So if I mean, you now show up in yourtimewarner.com and everybody has been talking about Time Warner for ages, and all of a sudden you have a ton of inbound links because you just launched and you got an aggressive PR campaign, yeah, it's going to take less time. I mean, theoretically, anybody could could do that. Right. But yeah. then again, I mean, what you're really doing at that point in time is you're building a brand, so it might as well be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, I know that it's these factors that affect things that look a lot like brands is really the way of doing it. But is it fair just to use shorthand as it's a brand update? Um, I, I mean, I think it's a, it, it's a decent, decent way of looking at it. But I mean, I still go back to uh, trustfulness and authority. I mean, I think they're pretty much hand in hand in that aspect. Um, I think it's just been pretty evident that the larger brands are showing this, but there are many other reasons why that happens. Uh, not just the fact that they are a brand. Because mm. um, then everybody's a brand. What about this little bit of what Matt said? He said, um, when we put out a call for what people want to see on the web spam, or what they want to see the web spam team do in 2009, I was surprised. Like six different people, even in one day, said, oh, change how you weight social media links. Um, I think that's because <laughs> there's people <laughs> who are not getting a lot of social media links or don't know how to use it. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think there are a lot of people who it automatically discount social media links because how could you possibly get any value from this thing? It, I can't figure it out, so you well, need to change it because it's not fair. Well, I mean, just taking Twitter as an example, look at the brand power that Twitter has already. I mean, it's actually saved people in, in Egypt before, yeah. you know, as, as far as a service goes. So, I mean, there's a lot of talk out there. People are now turning towards this that social media site for information gathering. Well, Twitter's another really good example of the power of domain authority or brand authority over links specifically. Because chatter on Twitter either doesn't usually link out at all, people are just talking about it, or, I mean, all of their stuff on the, the site is no followed, so, you know, it's that's clearly not link backs that's getting it it's all of the talk about it well it's the talk about it i mean it all has a very very kind of synergistic effect again where if something becomes very viral on twitter it can spread to other social networks people will then go oh that's great i'm going to go ahead and link to it from my blog or link to it from my site so because you're running a campaign or just even talking about something on one of these social media sites even if there's no direct link value in itself to you the effect that goes out from that in a viral method is can be phenomenal as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, I mean, and and that's not to say that Twitter can't be used to, for direct sales anyway. I mean, I know that I know tons of people that are right, and I mean, Dell is the big uh, example there. A million dollars made on Twitter, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're Dell, you'll take that. I even had a, had one of my Dell laptop had a, a, a faulty um, a DVD burner in it, and I used Twitter to actually get the replacement directly. F- through that yeah definitely definitely I think it's a really important uh, thing to talk about 
But it's time for us to take a break now. So stick around. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of surf, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Michael Strecco of Strecco Media and now Noam.com. Thanks for coming on the show, Michael. Uh, Virginia, thanks for having me. Before the break, today on the show, we were talking about social media and um, one of the aspects of that link building. And what do you know? You just launched Noam.com, a site that lets you check for usernames across a ton of social sites and get the username that you want. Um so there might be somebody who's listening who hasn't heard about Noam.com yet or its predecessor, checkusernames.com. Can you tell us about what it does? Basically, the uh, service came out when uh, the original site, which was Username Check, uh, went down, programmed by a very talented guy named John Sykes. And, uh, you know, we hopped on it really quick and we came out with Check Usernames. And, uh, you know... What originally was was just the ability to check across. I think when we launched, we had a total of 104 different sites that you were able to check username availability on. And, um, I mean, the hits that we got were amazing. The the press and the, the Twitters and the publications we got about the site were great. So we, we all kind of put our heads together and we said, all right, how can we take this to the next level? And everyone was constantly saying, you know, 
how can you automatically sign us up for these services? You know, that's what we want. We want to be able to put our name in and have someone automatically be signed up for all these services. So we looked into a little bit deeper and, you know, we don't want to violate the terms of services on any of these sites. So automation was out of the question because you start getting into having to actually break the capture and and all that kind of stuff that uh, I would say 80% of these sites require. So we actually assembled a team that uh, we felt comfortable with, we've worked with, we did our beta test with them. Uh, They've done a great job to actually go in and sign a username up for every one of these sites. And, you know, our opinion is is that kind of... um, where like people are taking Twitter account names and stuff like that is kind of becoming like the the new version of domain squatting, which was huge in the late 90s and early 2000s. So, you know, hopefully our service is going to give the availability to companies to basically say, all right, you know, we need our name reserved on all these sites because we don't want someone else taking our brand name and then possibly tarnishing it. So that's why we went through with this. Yeah, it seems like a a basic need of, today's social media environment and basically so for like $64.95 you get your username registered on 120 different sites what happens if you've already got an account on the site um all right we offer this when you actually sign up um we offer also an alternate username so if that name is already taken or if you've already registered you know like we do give you the availability to do an alternate name right now currently we don't have a way to say all right, I'm already signed up on this site, and I don't want like uh, I mean, it's it's just it's a flat price of sixty four ninety five. Right. So I mean, we're not we're not picking and choosing. It's it's basically you're paying for the service of us to make sure to to come in and hold your brand for you. And uh, I mean, if you do the math, that's it's about like fifty four cents a sign up, which is nothing. Right. No, definitely, especially considering how much it could cost if you have a kind of like reputation management nightmare on your hands it seems like a really tiny upfront cost yeah I, I, it's a great deal i mean I, that that we're very happy with but the thing that that we're most happy with that uh we've had a a great 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 amount of uh people coming to us signing up for it and telling us like yes this is perfect this is what we need we don't have the manpower to do it is the actual um subscription service what the, uh, what the subscription service is, basically, is we, we monitor. You fill out a profile on our subscription service page, and you tell us some like uh, likes or some information, some taglines, a little bit of kind of little bit deeper than just the normal subscription side. And what we do is we then cater to, you know, we've had, we've had a team here. I had two guys here working with me uh, for the past three weeks. All we've been doing is finding out social media sites, finding out niche markets where, you know, the, there might be a couple hundred users on these sites, but they're very targeted to, to what someone would be looking for and what a company or a brand would want to interact on. So we basically sought out these sites. And for the subscription service, we guarantee you that we will sign you up for at least six sites a month. And we go from six to ten. And why we say that is because, you know, we will go into our database, we will look at your profile, and we will match you up with sites that fit to your profile. And then also, new sites come out all the time. I mean, we, it's the, the, we were on CNET already for this site, and we've had a lot of 
large social media sites and, and also sites that have user profile pages, contact us already and say, look, we're getting ready to go into beta. I mean, would you guys be interested in working with us? And, you know, how can we have some of your users test us out? So we guarantee you at least six sites a month, but we also give the availability of saying, all right, look, we've got three beta invites out now for new sites that are coming out that aren't released yet to the public that we would also like to sign you up for to have you try out and see how you like them and how your brand will do on them. That's an extra perk, definitely. Um, So it seems to me like you've got a couple different important functions that a service like Noam serves. Like first you've got the brand management aspect um, and like how, you know, the new cyber squatting usernames. Um, and a lot of focus has been put on that because it, it's definitely an up-and-coming um, issue that people are learning how to manage today and, and keep ownership of their brand. But then there's the, um, the value for link building that this provides, and I think there's been a little less um, discussion about that. I mean, think of all the um, profiles that you'll have control of by 120 sites that you're you're registering for that's that's a extra benefit right there oh i agree with you totally i mean the link building for this uh, i mean uh, now i'm not going to go say like hey everyone come and register really quick and you can get a lot of links because guess what i mean for the 120 i would say maybe there's four sites in that entire list that are are actual do follow links but uh you know for the subscription service some of the smaller sites you know i mean yeah it could be used as a link building tool but we don't we don't want it to be seen that way we want it to be more seen as like, oh my gosh, you know, I just checked my email. You know, one of my clients in upstate New York currently owns a fishing business, and we're looking on ways to, to like kind of attract people here. So, you know, with the tags that we put in, wow, we found like five or six different niche sites that, you know, we can now say to this client, hey, look, you're already signed up on this site. This is what your target market is. Why don't you talk to these people and actually be a member of the community? All right, so there's another one, brand reach. This, there's just so many possibilities for this. And I'm assuming that you're, like you said, the subscription. Um, every month, people are going to be signed up for more sites. So along with that, there's going to be more added to the, the list as well. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the list is forever growing. That's that's one of our, our main things that we want to give our subscribers is, you know, like we, we – you know, we want to have the availability to just basically have a never-ending list of sites that we can recommend to them and help them sign up to and help them get interactive with. So, I mean, we have, we have a bunch of stuff in the works for this site. We have a lot more ideas. We have a lot of different ways that we want to go with it. I, right now, you know, we're learning that this whole since, – since the original username check went down – and, uh, you know, like we're learning that this space is kind of becoming competitive. So I really don't want to say anything right now. But what I will say is that if you actually go to our site, if you look in the upper right hand corner, there's an option to sign up and we'll let you create a profile on our site for now. I would strongly suggest that everybody does that. And uh, all the, the users who do sign up for that will be included in the, the mass email that goes out before we do the press release on the uh, phase two that we're coming out with, which is going to be actually a free service, which is very exciting. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, that's noem.com, K-N-O-W-E-M. More stuff coming, a great service currently, and of course, you know, actually checking for if your name is taken or not, that's still free too, so you should head over there. Um, thanks for coming on the show, Michael. 
Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, you can find Michael on Twitter. That's Streko, S-T-R-E-K-O. And go to noam.com. After the break, Susan and Scott and I will consider some of the best and worst uses of social media. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash ontarget. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com. It's a private, invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events and the status of being one of the elite publishers xy7 elite is not for everyone and you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements think you got what it takes to be elite go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000 once again that's xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000 ppc Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan, here with Virginia and Scott. We've been talking about social media today. It's a field of internet marketing you hear about a lot recently, but it's also very misunderstood. Uh, companies may jump into social media without understanding the resources and time that it requires to do it right, and, you know, sometimes social media isn't the answer. So we thought we'd jump into that and figure out when not to use social media and when you should be using social media. Yeah, the general thing that I hear when I'm at conferences or when I'm reading stuff is like, you have to find the um, the network that's, that's where your people are, are going to. I don't know. It's so easy to just jump on Facebook and say, like, this is this is where we should start our efforts. But <laughs> Clearly my customers are on Facebook because I'm on Facebook. Right. Yeah, I think that's a little... Yeah. 
not the right uh, strategy, Scott? Uh, I don't think people should just be jumping on Facebook for the heck of it. Um, I think Facebook is still decently fickle with its community. It's not not as much business-oriented. I mean, most of the apps that were out there that were successful had no business purpose whatsoever. Yep. Um, I mean, even at Edmonds, we created an app that's a great concept, but it didn't virally take off as well as we would have liked to. And, and we, we honestly tried to keep as much business out of it as possible and just make it fun. Yeah. Um, which were things that, that basically work. Right. Um, I know tw- that Facebook is leaning a little bit more towards the business end now, but uh, it really depends on what you're doing. I mean, there are people out there that have been very successful with Facebook, but I think a large majority of them are going to find uh, disappointment. Well, how much of it is that people don't know when to use fa- or when to use social media, and they just and how much of it is people are just lazy and they want to go after the the most obvious source, not the low hanging fruit, even just. You know, oh, we've got to get on Dig because Dig is huge. And they don't want to spend the time to think, okay, well, I'm actually a personal finance site, so maybe I should be pushing my content towards Tipped instead. And they, they don't want to take the extra 30 seconds to think about it and then go learn Tipped and, you know, start contributing there. They just want a, the one-stop source, and even if it's totally, you know, totally mismatched. Well, I think I think you got a very good point there, and I think that's more than likely the reason most of these campaigns of that type will actually just fail. Um, it's it's just, a, you know, people are, are really looking for the quick and easy fix or the quick and easy way to do it, and there's really not. You need to learn it or you need to uh, contract with somebody that actually is an expert in that field. Yeah, and speaking of, like, finding the right fit, when I was at SDS New York and I was at a social media panel, I can't recall it Exactly, but I think it was maybe like what's new with social media. Um, Chris Winfield said that he would be sharing his presentation on the 1020 blog, so you can check that out. And it had like a whole ton of resources that he'd never shared before. He may have since, maybe even at I Am Spring Break, um, but of you know uh, specific verticals and their um, social uh, counterparts. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I think that the. Scott, you made an interesting point earlier about that most of them, when they just go out and shotgun it, you know, and go after Dig or go after, you know, just Twitter, and that's obviously exactly what you're going to be doing, um, you know, and and they're going to fail. But it's actually worse than that. What happens in a lot of cases is that if you go out and you market to the wrong audience, the audience is going to identify you, and it's getting more than just be ignored. They're actually going to come back and, like, backlash and attack you, and they're going to ruin your brand because you're now going to be identified as a clueless spammer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why, I mean, a lot of the, the social networks, I mean, I still consider to be pretty fickle. Uh, I mean, just as of recently on Twitter, I mean, I was knocking multi-level marketing um, people because I'm starting to get some followers and I thought they were a little clueless because they've got one tweet and 40,000 followers and, you know, how do they actually do that? And so I started posting some uh, joke kind of tweets with, uh, you know, the hash mark MLM. I think I got like 300 followers in four days. I mean, they're just going out searching the hash mark and then just following people. I, I think a lot of these people just really have no clue. They're just jumping on a bandwagon and yeah. really haven't learned how to navigate or understand what it's about. And I mean, it is about different things for different people. Every, and, and everybody's guilty of it. I mean, it's not just, you know, you're using multi-level marketers. Yes, I, I don't I started like them. getting and and not to make this partisan in any way, but I started getting Republican followers. And I don't remember why. I started, I was talking about something that clearly, you know, was 
and interesting to them. And I was just like, they're going to unfollow me fairly quickly because they're going to learn that I'm from California and I'm a liberal. And that is if they even read what you're, but what exactly. you're, you're and, talking about. And you know what? Many of them haven't. And I still have those followers over my my little 700 follower. You they know, get your gra- did they get your grade up? I have no idea. I don't check Twitter grader. <laughs> but um, if you check Curse Bird, I, I still don't show Curse up. Bird's actually kind of funny. I, I still don't show up there. <laughs> Um, which is good. I mean, you know, I don't want to Absolutely. be swearing. I mean, going on to the article, I mean, the, this article comes out with some reasons why not to use social media. This was B&B? It's a magazine for marketing strategy? Yeah, the first one I think is absolutely just incorrect. you got to test, test, Let's and tell test. them what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right. Well, the article itself is from Read, Write, Web. That was a, an article about the article. And so, so then they were talking about another article right. see how deep down the rabbit hole we can go yeah um, it gave five reasons why not to use social media or instances where you shouldn't the first one is if you're a high ticket or you're on a high ticket business right which, absolutely not yeah you have to test everything has to be tested yeah who, who says that because every purchase does, makes you a million dollars doesn't mean that you don't want to be on Twitter you know what those people have lives too the people who are making the purchasing decisions they still have interests. They still want to be out there and look, talking about stuff and interested in their business. Plus, there's also a branding component as well. Yeah. You have to find out where they are. Um, I think the next one is kind of funny. You fight with your employees. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a social media strategy and a policy in your company, you're just an idiot. Right. Sorry. Flat out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. If you don't have in your employee handbook, here is how you talk about the company, you know, just... What? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's not too late to make one, but you should definitely have one. Yeah, yeah, I just happen to agree with number two. Yeah, just the end. If you fight with your employees, that's probably a good plan. Don't allow them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, management skepticism. If your management doesn't believe in social media, then employees... What? No, sorry. If management is skeptical, you teach them. Yeah, Change their minds. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I don't think that's a good reason not to get into social media. Management is usually what exactly what it is. Is management? They don't necessarily know. Yeah, they don't want they don't want to move forward. They want to stick with what's safe. And you know what? That's their job is to keep things running smoothly. But that doesn't mean that you can't go out and evangelize and teach them move ahead. This is I, I totally disagree with that one. Definitely. <laughs> Strategic vacuum, brilliant. Don't do social media just to do social media. Yeah, get a strategy first. Think about it first. Don't just jump in and be an idiot. Uh, yeah. And then the last one is privacy and regulatory concerns. If you work for a company where what you say in public could send you to jail, proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. I would not proceed at all. Yeah. If, if saying something on social media is going to get you sent to jail, keep <laughs> your mouth shut. Uh, that, I think, is a big issue for a lot of people out there, actually, on social media. Is they drunk tweet, yeah. say what's on their mind, not filter things um and i mean people i guess people don't really realize i mean this stuff can come back and haunt you i mean anything you put out on the web is a trail it's there forever really doesn't matter if you delete it yeah yeah. even in twitter i mean if you delete it it's still in their their api feeds and in that case that's your personal brand by the way Mm -hmm. that's that's not just your company if your company can get in trouble because you said something you really need to keep your mouth shut but if you're going to get in trouble you don't want to ruin your entire personal brand because you know you were stupid exactly and I mean, even if your profile, say, is protected or something of that nature, that doesn't mean there can't be 
an issue or yeah. a bug in the system that allows all of that out there. It's really true. You know, there's there's nothing truly secure online. Don't believe that just because you're just somebody, you know, you're not anybody important, that somebody won't find it and well, won't yeah. pull it up and make you important. Say the next time you go for a job interview, what do you think? They're not going to do background research on you? People are now using Facebook and MySpace and Twitter to actually find out what you're like. Um, we're out of time, thanks to Webmaster Radio. And if you have any questions or ideas or topics you'd like to hear about, send them over to SEM Synergy at BruceClay.com. Come back next week for more industry insight and experts and visit SEMSynergy.com for info on this week's guest and topics. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.